Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you. All of you hoarded blowouts. Uh, this is Erico <sighs> Blueberry, an unassuming Destiny podcast. Uh, my name is Chili Ben. I regret to inform you I am Mackie. You are also the hoarder of blowouts yourself, but we will get to that. Um, you were the inspiration for the in- for the intro today. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, it's been a minute. Uh, in the past two weeks, we've had just almost too much information thrown our way from Bungie. Uh, it's a struggle to keep up with the the what is it the Wednesday blog posts they keep putting out. Um, each one bigger than most twabs uh, and fairly fucking detailed. Um, I don't know if we've passed the 30 second check, but I've said fuck and I'm drinking beer. Who cares? We're not monetized to begin with. Not yet. And this video will never be. Um, anyway, uh, before we sort of... What, what I think I want to do before going over the last... I've got five browser tabs open um, with stuff we need to talk about. Um, before we do that, this week, as far as uh, story content goes, as far as end of season, end of expansion, kind of wrap-up mission cutscene t- stuff goes, a real humdinger of a barn burner of a fucking existential... Ugh. Uh, situation um, man did this one hit like nothing's ever hit uh, I don't even know where to begin um, first thing I'll say I don't remember which week it was in the season it was maybe like three or four weeks ago we got that like in-game pop-up saying hey the last couple of weeks of the season the last two weeks there's going to be a mission that is your end of season event they were very clear about this very upfront um so i want to give props to to bungie for for pulling that move and not having us sitting around on the day before lightfall and just waiting for the traveler to do some animation um i think we had a similar thing before witch queen where there was a there was a mission you go through it and that's kind of it um yeah didn't we went through the dreaming city and then ended up yeah because the the final season before witch queen was us doing all the stuff in the dreaming city i forget what the activity was called um but yeah there was a similar thing where the last couple weeks of the season included uh a mission and some cutscene action um, and it's just a way more accessible way for people to get amongst the, you know, big cliffhanger story-wise right before a, a new expansion drops. So I think it only took me, I, I did it solo. It took me like half an hour to do. So it's not if even that, like a, not a huge thing, even though it's like power capped at 1350 and they tell you it's challenging when you load it. Um, I didn't find it too bad. You know? I died a couple of times, but it was just because the first time I did it, I was in a rush to get it done because I played it in my lunch break. Yeah, I, so I also I was making really goofy mistakes. I also did it uh, before work the day it dropped, so Wednesday for us, um, and that 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 was also like a little bit me trying to rush it, but also giving myself time to just like ah, I see what's happening here. Um, but yeah, I, I might go and like rewatch the cutscene. Um, is the mission replayable? 
Uh, no. So I I yeah, played it twice. Character. So I played it on sw- yeah. switched characters. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, the first first time I did it, it was like yeah, and then the second time I played through it to kind of pick up on other things, but then also for the show, just get yeah. some notes together because I we both kind of rushed it. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's talk about the mission. Mm. Let's talk about mm. you load into the helm conversation between Anna Bray Rasputin. Um, all of it is kind of blurring together in my head right now. Um, I yeah, feel like that conversation so- was him basically saying the only option is for me to destroy myself to save everyone. Yeah, so he basically self-destructing, right? He basically did a Doctor Strange where he was just like, "I've run through all the possibilities, and the only one that's successful is if we do it this way." Yeah. Um, and then just a very touching moment between Anna and himself where he talks about being more than a weapon. Yeah. And Anna giving him purpose, and um you know, how much he'd come to mean to her. And then as a result, he was like, well, I've got to protect humanity because you've taught me what it is to be human. And, you know, I have things to protect now. I have you to protect humanity, you know, all the good things it does other than the bad. And then her kind of being in denial for a little bit, just like, no, there's, we can, we can do something else. Like we can, we can go to the, the, um, the space station and we can do this and do that. And I think there's definitely a, a time in the mission where she's like, well, shit. Yeah. Cause we I have think to do it like, this way. the context is that Aramis is starting to get control of the war sets. Right. Um, yeah. She's hacking the war sets basically. Yeah, like she's there's getting one, into There's them. one point in the mission where it's like, I think it's during the boss fight. It's like 75% Aramis has the war sets and then it goes up to like 90 something percent right before you finish the the boss fight um just to kind of make it you know get the point across that like oh shit we're actually really close to this going the wrong way yeah and i think that's the moment kind of when there's a a voice line where anna's more more or less like well shit we like i think she has that moment where she she's literally like oh fuck we have to do like there's nothing we can do now yeah yeah, um, and and as for the like the mission itself, you know, we're back on the Seraph Station, the Orbital Station, um, essentially working our way back towards the um, the boss fight room that we've been running for the um, nukes. Yeah, like the the nuke room from DSC from the the weeks we've been doing. What is it? The Revision Zero quest. Like it's essentially just running through the, the actual spacewalk section of that. Um, environment again with maybe a slightly different starting point but um, I've, I I still maybe it's because of the attachment we have as a group to DSC I still have such a soft spot for like that kind of level design the level environment the you know the, the aesthetic the, the Braytex space station design I fucking love it and like getting to run around on the outside of it and you can see the traveler down by the earth and that stuff is just like, it's so sick. Ha. Huh. Um, and yeah, the 
boss fight was I, I don't even remember who it was against. I think it was like another one of Aramis's um, lieutenants or something. I think you you fight Aramis a little. Like when you come in from oh, the yeah, spacewalk, she taunts you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. She just shit talks you the entire time. Mm. Um, and then she eats out of there and then you go into the room and you fight one dude who I forgot and then it's a like a brood queen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Not Aramis is kind of the main thing. Yeah, it's like because you're you're it's a race between the hive and the fallen at the moment. Well, Aramis's crew essentially. Yeah. Um because they're both shimmying for power on that station at that station. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you upload red into the war sats. And then we get into the cutscene that destroyed just about every Destiny player. You saw. <laughs> I, I sent you Snapchats of yeah, me sobbing. Fucking live reacting. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to, like, I haven't rewatched it yet. So these descriptions will probably be out of order. But there's shots of, like... The Before that, just as a lead up to that yeah. quickly, throughout everything you're doing, Crow, uh, Misrax, Ido, Ikora, and Osiris all say that something feels wrong. Yeah. Something is off. Like they're they're like, something doesn't feel right. And then I can't remember who it is, but even before the cutscene, I I might be Misrax. Someone says something. It feels like last time. Yeah, there's like I, a I line like, like that, that, that would, that's dropped where they're like, that it feels for, like for last time. Um, but definitely like Ikora, Crow, and a few of the other guardians were like, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like something feels wrong. I think Osiris mentions it first. Yeah. I think he was like, something doesn't feel, something feels really wrong right now. Yeah. And then there's kind of shots of all of those people who are like in different places starting to notice that the traveler is leaving. She Earth. lighting up. Yeah. Like start, just... starting to elevate away from Earth. Um, and, you know, them feeling weird, I guess, is a reflection of, like, the connection to the Traveller and the light and feeling some fundamental change in what's happening there. It makes it, it to me, I, I didn't think about this until someone mentioned it to me. They were like, the Warlocks are the first ones to go, hey, something doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I was like, that law-wise makes a lot of sense. Like, for Iris, Osiris and Akora to be like, something doesn't feel good. Yeah. And then eventually everyone else be like, something is wrong here. Something, something is really wrong. Something doesn't feel right. And then, um, yeah, it cuts to Crow. Crow runs out in the last city and looks up and then she lights up and then she does a poochie. Just, yeah. And like th th this moment is like. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful, so nice. But that's when it started to hit me because you're like seeing all these characters react to this thing that you hoped would never happen, right? And we, we know it has in the past because the Traveller visited the Elixni and then left. And that's what they refer to as the whirlwind. 
and it came to Earth, and we were kind of always hoping that it wouldn't do the same thing, even though it's totally got precedent for doing so. Uh, and then you you see We've it happening. Always in front of just you. kind of taking it for granted, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because we went through the collapse, but it's still here. Um, and yeah, then it just starts slowly leaving, and you see these moments of like. I think it's Saint puts his arm around Osiris and everyone's kind of just like quietly freaking out about it. Um, Crow does some weird shit on a rooftop. I'm not sure what his vibe is at the moment. He just kind of looks at it, turns and walks away, puts his hood on. Um, I think there's, there's still a lot of questions I have about like his character arc, like where he goes next. Um, But yeah. Cause that'd be, that'd be, he's been reborn under the traveler. Yeah. As a guardian, yeah, he's gone through all this trauma, finding out about being Aldrin and about he and his sister's relationship. Yeah, and now the travelers just tried to leave. Like yeah. that would almost be like a shaking of your faith a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and and he leaves when he sees it moving he's away like, from well, the fuck <laughs> back yeah. to the reef. And <laughs> See ya. Yeah, that that to me was like. Knowing that, like, Lightfall is kind of the penultimate expansion before the final shape and the end of this whole saga that we're we're going through, I've I've been waiting for this shoe to drop of, like, how the fuck do you set up something called Lightfall? What is the big moment, the big twist before an expansion that is meant to kind of be a bit darker and a bit more desperate in a sense, right? It, it feels like with a title like Lightfall is, like... Well, without our powers in some way, right? Urgency, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Traveler's kind of leaving. There's there's cuts thrown in of, like, Aramis hacking and away. Witness. And yeah, like, seeing this projection of the Witness in a screen and then turning to see if the Witness is behind, like, it's a reflection, but the Witness isn't there. Um, so the Witness is... I mean, we kind of knew this but the witness has definitely been influencing aramis with all of the stuff this season i Uh, find it really interesting when the witness speaks to aramis aramis's voice is in there yeah okay and going back and thinking about witch queen when the witness in the witch queen had savathun's voice so it's like it's using yeah familiar voices or like internal like it's almost trying to appear like internal monologue in a way like yeah, right. to influence these people yeah very interesting and then yeah while Aramis is shown hacking we're kind of seeing like these competing images of Anna, Anna trying to conf- counter hack like yeah but countering counter hack by confronting the fact that it's Rasputin's final moments and her realizing that she has to be the one to pull the trigger. And so the, the way that it kind of looks is like all the war sets are like activating and lighting up. They're aiming at the traveler. It looks like, because that's yeah. what Aramis is trying to do. Right. And they're lighting up like they're about to fire and it's coming right down to the wire. And then what does he say? It's just like, Anna, it's time. And she yeah. yanks the, she's uh, the like, plug at the back of his head like it's the Matrix. She's like trying to counteract Aramis, 
And then I forgot the exact term, Archimedes Sacrifice or something like that shows uh, up. Aurora sac- this- Sacrifice, Aurora, something like that. Yeah, something Sacrifice shows up on the screen yeah. and then that's when she stops to look at him like, what are you doing? And then yeah. that's when they he says, hey, you know this yeah. has to happen, so yeah. like stop prolonging it. Yeah. Um, it's basically like it's I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I saw Archimedes sacrifice or whatever. I saw the word sacrifice and I literally went, no, like yeah. out loud. Like I was like, no. Yeah. Because so- they give you that little that little inch of hope when you cut to Anna and she's like, it's working. And then that shows yeah. like, oh. Yeah. It, for me, it was- You think l- you can save him? For me, it was less of like a, oh, no reaction. It was more like a, more like the solemn kind of like, yeah, this is what we have to do. And yeah. like, I just, I'd shout outs to the writing team for like taking the hard road of like, we are going to kill this character because it makes sense and not just be like, we're going to keep him around because of like plot armor and like, no one wants any of these characters to die. But like, it was the same thing when they killed Cade. It's like, it's meaningful, you know, if, it's, assuming you approach it the right way and you don't just like, do it trivially it's like killing a character that you've spent time building up can have a lot of weight and the way that this whole cutscene hit is evidence that it's worth it and it's meaningful and that they handled it well yeah you know that 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 our reactions were not initially like ah that's just some cheap play for people to cry it's like no you fucking earned those tears my guy God damn. Um, it's like I, I can feel it almost welling up in me again right I'm now. I'm getting the same <laughs> where I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, it's one of those things, like, they, they've, they've found the balance between, like, not dragging it out to getting to that point, but also not rushing to it. It felt like when it happened. The beats were hitting. Yeah. And, like. Yeah, the way that it looks, you could argue that, like, well, why didn't you just pull the fucking thing out sooner? You knew what was happening. It's like, okay, but, like, allow them a bit of, like, poetry to it. <laughs> it's, I saw some people be like, Woo, and it's like, okay, think of it this way. You have been without a friend or a lover, someone you care about deeply, mm. who you have shaped and has shaped you growing up. Yeah. And you need me now, 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 what is it now, three years, years, five years? years? Yeah. And you, and you just got them back. Yeah. And you, you just done, done all the shit, shit to get them back. 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 Mm. And it's and like, like, yeah, yeah okay, 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 like, then returning is also huge on, on external, external factors, factors like, like, what is, what is happening, happening in the universe, universe. with the witness and everything. everything. But, but you've, you've been fighting through and nail to get this person back. And, and now, now you're, you're confronted, confronted with the idea, idea of you have had to let her know. Even if it's a great, 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 good, you, you have had to let her know. You have had to let her know. Pull the slug up. Yeah. Which, like, in a, in a way, is. Life's a full machine. Like, like, like well, one, 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 now, look, I, I don't know about you. I've never been in a situation of having to turn off someone's life support. Um, but from the way that they portrayed this, that almost feels like the kindness, right? It's like, you don't have to just watch this happen. You're the one who has to do it. So you have to like, Anna, that is, has to like come to terms with this, realize it's the right thing to do and 
flip that switch. You know, imagine how much more it would hurt for her if someone else did it. Yeah. And even, I think they even, Red even says that more or less, where he's like, you're the one who has to do this. Mm. Like, you have to do this for me. Like, do it for me was the big thing. It wasn't like, save the world. It's like, you have to do this for me because I know that if we don't do this, things aren't going to go well. And it's like, I, I could be selfish and I could stay here forever with you, but like, that's just not what fate has planned for us. Like, um, another thing that killed me was her crumpling to the ground after she did it. Yeah. And then Elsie being there. And I was like, cause that's their relationship repairing at the same time as well. And that's reflected in like, you know, them sharing an embrace, but also some of the conversation they have, after the mission that you catch through like i think a, like the hollow projector is then basically apologizing to each other and it's like this super sweet conversation that they should have had a long time ago and it's them realizing all of that um so that 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 was also nice to see that they actually kind of like tied elsie's story back in a bit of not just leaving her as like this weird aloof time traveler that comes in and is like everything's bad fucking i don't know what's happening kill this guy it's like no actually now she's a part of this timeline and kind of invested in this one that too and i think over the last what has it been 12 weeks and weeks yeah (laughs) um i think they they'll they've got that underlying through line of them realizing how much clovis interrupted and how much Clovis had to do with them falling out and them turning against each other. And yeah, we have ever since they kind of kicked Clovis out of the exo frame. We haven't really heard much from him. He's just, just festering in a hard drive somewhere. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like he's back in his big dumb head fucking molding. Yeah. The, the uh, big head. Yeah. He's, he's like grown out like an emo fringe, um, blasting my cam in the back of the exoscience building. Um, <laughs> could take that in a lot of dark ways, but I won't. So I'm wondering if we hear more from Clovis Bray in the future, because he kind of keeps popping up now that we have, you know, realized he's still around. But I mean, he's a bit of a, what's the term? A heel. Yeah, he's a good heel. He's good at so, it. So like... <laughs> Who's to say what happened with the exo frame and him getting forcefully kicked out doesn't push him? Doesn't bite us in the ass, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like who's to say that he's just like, well, fuck yes. Yeah. Um, he's like, I wanted to blow up the traveler anyway, so I'm gonna go fuck with the pyramids. Yeah, See ya. Yeah. Uh, I have to also give a shout out to some of the sickest art in this uh, in this cutscene that played out, like the shot of the traveler leaving the atmosphere where it's like vertical atmosphere and the traveler just like coming out through the the cloud cover. And yeah, it was, I am going to buy that fucking display metal art print because that is so sick. It was, I, I love the sketchbook cutscenes they've been doing, but holy fuck did I am, am I so happy they went balls to the wall and animated and gave us like a movie yeah, cutscene because yeah. as like I felt my gut drop when the traveler started to move up. I was like, you kind of feel like you know something is gonna happen to the yeah. traveler. Like you know, because it we've never seen it and, move. 
and it, it hinges. <laughs> yeah. It hinges on that, like something is happening with the traveler. Like the plot moving forward relies on that. Yeah. But it's like I said, you take the traveler for granted. So seeing that thing be like, whoop, I was like, I felt sick yeah. for a second. I, I like panicked myself. I was like, oh no, yeah. my I mean, wife. To be fair, the only time we have seen it move is during the Red War campaign where Dominus Gaul is wrapping it up in his weird cage. But like, yeah. we've never seen it move of its own volition. It even hung, hung around to get exploded and didn't do anything. Like it could have no, left no, no. So, then, kind of. No, I don't think so. So it, it leaves the atmosphere, and that's when we see the the war sets all lighting up like they're about to go before Red kind of shuts it down. And that's the point where it freezes above the Earth, and that's kind of when we cut off the war sets. But the ending of that whole that whole cutscene is essentially them saying, why isn't it moving? It's got nowhere because to go. Because it has nowhere to go, and that's when we and see... And then it cuts to the pyramids. <laughs> like... A fleet of pyramid ships coming past Jupiter, I think. Just like, yo, bitch, we're in your house. We're in your backyard. If you <laughs> see up? these dogs, no, <laughs> no upstairs, I'm going hard. Um, we're, we're fucked. Like, that's why the also, travel didn't move. It's because, like, where are you going to go? They're right here. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's when you think about it, it's kind of daunting to, for it to suddenly be like, AO, peace out. Because, like I was yeah. saying, didn't move when Gaul was after it got blown up and was like sick yeah, i guess i guess this is me this yeah. is the new me just a little off the top thanks yeah <laughs> it put itself back together still hung out with us and now it's just like hey on second thoughts yeah. fuck this i'm out yeah. like that's kind of terrifying to think about that whatever is coming was enough for the traveler to be like <laughs> yeah but also <laughs> like the the Deuces. i guess the, the the like game theory of being like Eremis is trying to fucking mobilize these war sets at the Traveler, and that wasn't enough until right at the last moment where it's like, actually, this is too much. I'm going to fucking see you later. Oh, no, it's too late. Yeah. Man. So good. How icky was it loading back into the tower and the sky being empty? Oh, my God. I sat there for like- It's jarring, right? I sat there for like two minutes just looking. I'm like- I've never seen this part of the skybox behind the traveler before. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's almost jarring. Yeah. Like walking up to Zavala and the traveler isn't just like looming over you. Yeah, yeah. My um, wife. But there, there was some nice kind of there's some nice themes in the converse, in the like text that we got talking to Zavala, talking to Ikora around like in the past during times of crisis we've looked to the traveler for help like asking for guidance and help. But now all of these groups of like Cabal through Keitel and Elixney through Mesrax, like all of these other groups have rallied around us and we now look to each other. That was like the super sweet note that might have been lost to some people because it wasn't part of the cutscene, but just like we now also have these people around us to work with. Did you notice the dichotomy between Zavala and Ikora? Oh, that yeah, that 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 that's a constant. But no, but like Zavala being like, "We got this. Mm. This is good. We got each other. We're gonna yeah. figure this out. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we've got it." And then Ikora being like, "Hey yo, we're fucked. Um, the end is coming. Uh, the end is nigh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and go hang out with your loved ones. 
while because you still can, I think it says. While right you there. still can. I'm like, fucking Ziv- What the? Yeah. Zavala's hyping me up, but and then Ikora is like, like, hey. That's I'm an interdiment. That's Zavala's job as like leader of the Vanguard, the Titan yeah. guy, just like, we're all in this together. Let's rally the troops. And Ikora has all her spies like finding out the real truth in the background of everything. She's like, hey, yo, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. That's it, right? <laughs> and I love the way they, they do that where they're like, go talk to Zavala. And you're like, okay, now go talk to Ikora because Zavala's like, hey, we got this. Yeah. And you're like, we do. We're going to Neptune next month. We yep. good, homie. And then she's like, hey, yo. So I'm a really powerful warlock. Like in case you didn't spot yeah. during the Witch Queen, uh-huh. I was just, just firing off supers, supers <laughs> left, right, and center. Um, and I can fly. So yep. uh, also I know a lot of things. I know a lot of people. I've got spies she's everywhere. Like mind. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, Go kiss your homies while you still can because we are so beyond fucked yeah and i'm just like oh, oh my god destiny wait, 2 colon wait. beyond fucked <laughs> <laughs> you did <laughs> just oh, man. feeling all like uplifted from zavala like we're gonna we're gonna yeah, get through yeah, yeah. this we're gonna we're gonna go to neptune it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah uh we're gonna meet some big men some big people uh-huh. we're gonna, I'm gonna get my fish ghost finally fucking strand yep. it's gonna be uh, Blade Runner, like it's gonna be so fun, and then yeah. Icorus just like be real sad because the end is coming. Just I just want you to <laughs> be ready. Um, you, you, it's hopeless. Yeah. Give up hope. Yeah. No fun. Kind no of. fun. No fun for you. It's a bit that way. Be sad. Um, a couple of other little bits. Um, I've seen some of this, but if you go and run heists after doing that mission, there's like changes to some of the sky boxes i think one of them you can see a bunch of pyramid ships in the background and there's different voice lines that are like actually reckoning with the fact that rasputin sacrificed himself um and kind of like recontextualizing some of the stuff that you're doing um there was one other thing oh so there is a shot in that cutscene of horizontal earth horizon traveler sitting above it which if you go and look at destiny marketing materials from about nine or ten years ago was in the initial pitch decks of like what this game will be yeah i think i saw that that on twitter right in the guts when that happened and was just like hey you saw the nice like vertical atmosphere travel coming out that was that was that was tight check this out here's a part of your brain you didn't know you had here's this one shot that has been like for a long time i think it was like the destiny title image in like online stores like steam and playstation and that it was just like destiny 2 logo or destiny logo traveler earth horizon that's why i shared the destiny 2 original trailer yeah because there's images from that that were in yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, so in that same vein of like reusing shit people had forgotten about, um, there was a mention of the Nefele stronghold, which is the thing that Rasputin kind of says is like, it's like he, he's left this missive, which is like the last part of this quest line after you've talked to Zavala and Ray. He left a voicemail. He left a voicemail <laughs> for us. And it basically says like, hey, that thing Osiris found references to, the Nefele stronghold on Venus it's definitely fucking there and that has been 
like this long rumored like raid secrets pilled fucking reference of like yo what does this thing mean we've seen it in the code we've seen it in the api and like leakers keep making references to it hoping that it's like in the next expansion it's in this one um but i think that is probably going to be like where we go on neptune when we go there in lightfall um but they also make reference to something called the veil and it's it's kind of talked about in this in this message as like an object of massive paracausal power um the veil is a really old piece of like destiny adjacent uh nomenclature there's like old concept art of like an enemy race that we've never actually seen in game which is if you've seen this old concept art it's like a yellow vertical tile with kind of smoky looking enemies and a lot of people in the community used to refer to that as the veil as like this enemy race that we've never had in the game and there's like similar images for the vex and the fallen and, and all of that um but then when we started seeing the darkness statues of like the really tall fucking cloaked um that, that we see what is the end of garden of salvation raid and midway through dsc that's where they started to like recontextualize the language of veiled or the veil as like oh maybe they're talking about them um but now it's like no here's this thing that's the veil we are now on veil watch um and it's capital v veil so this is like the thing that they are choosing to put that name on um and that's the other part of like that deep part of my brain as like a long time destiny player is like seeing all of these fucking threads that i thought that abandoned getting pulled back in and then going like no it's this like you yeah it, it maybe when it was first being created and concepted maybe the veil was going to be an enemy race and they just went no it's we we can't come up with a concept good enough to put a name on it and have a whole separate like category of enemies but even then it looks like maybe potentially the veil race became the watcher or the witness sorry yeah like the because the concepts kind of overlap of like the smoke coming out the head yeah um but yeah it it i think the the language in this in this message is very much like the veil is an object or a weapon of paracausal power we don't know what it is um so getting all of this like juicy fucking lore meat right before an expansion hits this is what i've been waiting for like all of the stuff A5 with the five wagyu law. A five wagyu law. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call the episode that. Fucking, I'm writing it down. A five wagyu law. Um, so I cannot forget that. Um, but yeah, like all of the season, like the heists have been cool, and like the story with that has been fun and interesting. But like, this is the piece that I've been waiting for that connects all of that and this season's story to lightfall a whole ass expansion that might as well be a new game with the amount of shit they're changing um because this is you know like the second to last expansion it's it's gonna have some juicy some juicy story to it i've been waiting for how do we get there and now now i've now i've been fed now i am sustained <laughs> now I, am I have received my nutrients yes my soylent law <laughs> the green man people yes um yeah i i'm so hyped 
Yeah, as hot. I I think I went through like I was crushed. And then I played it a second time and I was as you saw, um I snapchatted you, still sobbing the second yeah. time I saw it. And like just for context for the listeners, I'm talking runny nose, tears down the face, ugly crying. I was I was like that when I played it for the first and only time I've played it. And then I had to log on and try to do my job. Yeah, I did it in my lunch break <laughs> and I was so upset I couldn't finish eating my, my lunch. Fuck. And then I, <laughs> I went into a meeting and the manager in the meeting was like, are you okay? Because I'm r- red, irritated and how, how eyes. How do you even begin to explain that to someone and that I'm, you work with? I come into the meeting like, hello. And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, have you played this week's Destiny? He's like, no. And I'm like, you should play it. He's like, you good? Do you want to get emotionally fucking wrecked? Play 10 years of this video game. And then he finished work at three. And then while I was still working, I got a message and all it said was, holy fuck. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So that was funny. We just being like, hi. (laughs) Um. Ugly crying, like little kid doing the yeah, like trying to catch my breath as yeah. I'm watching. The thing is, like, and I unplug red. Yeah, I'm like that. That that whole cutscene is what it's. It's a good like. It's a good few minutes long. Yeah, it, it's it's not a short like. Oh, we go do some other stuff after. My issue was, and I think I played it through a second time, and I took some notes and like recontextualized things because you know what is coming. Sure. My issue was that conversation happened between them when you first load in and you get that sense of like dread where you're like, fuck, this thing that I think is coming is coming. And then they load you into the spacewalk and conversation is happening about like Anna is being hopeful, but Red is like, look, I've done the math. It's just, it's not going to happen any other way. And then DSC Redux, I'm I'm calling it the DSC Redux, Redo, Redux, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Remix. Remix is good. The sad remix, sad boy (laughs) remix. That kicks in and it's even more ominous than last time. It's a lot more synth heavy and dark and you're just like, fuck. And it's almost like crushing. Yeah. And then they talk about, oh, well, fuck. Um, Aramis is already here. She's already... The catch is here. Yeah. Her crew isn't being distracted. Like, we can't distract her crew. So she's already here. They're not diverting away from the space station. You're like, oh. and then the 70% thing happens, and then you beat the enemy, and then Enna sounds hopeful, uh-huh. and then she's like, 98% fuck. Like, then you have that moment with her where you're like, it's not working. The plan's not working. We have to follow Red. Um, so, yeah, and then you see the word sacrifice on your screen. Yeah. And that was, I was on the brink of tears for that entire mission. I had that lump in my throat, like that lump in the back of my throat, just like, mm. oh, shit. And then the moment that happened, waterworks, yeah. ugly crying, sobbing. They have that, what, is it like a 30-second moment where she's like hesitating yeah. and he's like, you have to do it's it. Like and she's and got forth. her hand. She's got her hand on like the the plug 
and she twists it and then hesitates and he's like, you have to do this. And they have that goodbye and she just the moment she unplugs it, she drops to the floor. And I was just like little kid like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because the thing is like I I finished that boss fight and then like all all the like voice lines are playing leading up to the cutscene beginning. And I was like standing up as close as I could to the window in that arena, looking out to where the traveler is, but also where that catch is. And you see the like space battle happening out there. And then I'm just like waiting for what comes next. And as soon as that cutscene starts, I just progressively like leant back in my chair and was just like this for like the next, whatever, two, three minutes it takes for them to like go through this process. And I'm just like, just weeping, just like, just letting it happen, just letting it wash over me. But like, fuck, what a Wednesday morning. <laughs> and it's it's not even like just the Rasputin thing I was crying about. Because when the traveler started to leave, yeah. I got upset. Yep. I was like, no, yeah. fuck, yeah. shit, come back. Like, Where are you the going? idea of the My traveler wife. leaving is is this thing that we know has been devastating to the the fall and the elixir. And now it's happening to us. The second time I watched it, I didn't catch it the first time, but oh my Lord, they can't do it through facial features. So they do it through body, body capture, right? The way Ido panics. Yeah. In that cutscene, she panics. Like you see her start to act. Because she's heard about the whirlwind, right? That's like history for her. The way she keeps looking back at Misrax, like she's panicking. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Let me hold you. You're twice as tall as me, but oh, let me hold yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And even Misrax looks like not his body language is really kind of like yeah. he gets down low and starts to. Yeah. Shit. Maybe I'll maybe go play it on one of my other characters just to like try to, you know, take my time and take a bit more of that extra flavor in. I've rewatched it on YouTube a couple of times and I feel like every time I watch it, I catch another character yeah. being like just the way all the main characters individually react to the traveler leaving. Yeah. Like even Ikora is stoic. She's always been stoic, but like her body language is kind of like, well, I fucking knew this was going to happen. <laughs> like she kind of like just watched it happen and her so body bro, language. Have, you, was have you read my blog? I've been writing about this for weeks. My paparazzi. <laughs> Like, she's kind of not indifferent, but she's like, well, shit. It's kind of like her body language. Yeah. And then Saint comforting Osiris. Yeah. And then Crow being a weirdo. And when he ultimately betrays us, I'm going to look at you <laughs> all and be like, I fucking told you. Yeah. There's a reason I don't like that emo man. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there, but my, minor, minor moment of him. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, am I Fuck. excited for two weeks My from feelings. now when we figure out the fuck is happening with this with this lightfall shit? Then the second time I played it, I got bitter. Wait, the traveler just tried to fucking leave us. <laughs> the second time I watched it, first time, like I still cried the second time, but I had that moment afterwards where I was like, "That bitch, <laughs> where are you going?" She just tried to ditch us. Yeah. Like you kind of, you replay it and you're like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, excuse 
excuse me, bitch? And then there's, there's questions, right? Like, was the Traveller always only going to go that far? Or was the Traveller trying to actually leave? Um, was the Traveller trying to lead danger away from humanity? Yeah. Or was the Traveller just, like, yeah. self-preservation? There's, there's still a few ways that could have gone that isn't just abandonment and second collapse. Um, yeah, but, like... The the previous collapse, like the previous, like the whirlwind and stuff, that feels like self-preservation from the, yeah. the travelers. But we've been told for the last two expansions, like as much as we seem to think that good and evil are black and white, it's like, well, the the traveler has its own ultimatums. Mm. The traveler has its own mission and yeah. ideas. So like who's to say the traveler doesn't act completely out of self-preservation or survival yep. and the um, the communities or the races or the planets that it seeks shelter in ultimately, like a parasitic relationship, we just happen to benefit from it. Yeah, or like... But who's maybe- to say it? it's not using us for shelter because it knows once... It knew once humanity got attached to it and we got all this power from it that we would do what we could to protect it to say that's not its ultimatum or, or maybe it's like finally done the calculus and went like oh this place that i've put myself the peoples well the peoples and the cultures and the races here they aren't going to be enough to protect me from this impending threat i have to go find someone else now and then realizing it's too late like maybe maybe that's what's going on and and like the fact that we were willing to throw away the warsat network was the final straw to be like, no, they don't have what it takes. Like they're willing yeah. to throw away this thing because someone could hack it. Like, uh, what do you what do you know? What do you know about protecting a big old space wife? Yeah, like we served a purpose, and now it's like you guys no longer serve the purpose I require. I'm yeah. not confident. I'm I'm gonna go find. Yeah. Some, who knows? It might have been on its way to fucking Neptune. Yeah. Yeah, or, or like a different part of our solar system where it could better protect us knowing that we're going to Neptune. Like, who knows? There's so many question marks around. I mean, there always has been question marks around the traveler's motives, but like, especially now that we saw this in light yeah. of impending doom. <laughs> you bitch. Fuck. I think I put in our spoiling channel. She, My wife left me. She took the kids. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, like, the additional context of with Lightfall, we are getting an additional subclass within the darkness sphere of Strand. Like, the way that Stasis was introduced was, like, us communing with the darkness and getting closer to it. All of this is happening within the context of we're about to get more darkness powers. Mm. Lightfall, darkness rise. Who? What are we doing? What are we doing? What a wild final mission. Bungie doing it again. Yeah, smashing it out of the park, hitting hitting some nostalgia beats I didn't think they'd ever try to hit of like, hey, remember these old promo screenshots? Guess what? Boom, it's in the game at 4K. Suck our collective art dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. File name, Sugundies. Sugundies.mp4. Um... (laughs) It, so let's 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 make a, a pivot to run through a lot of bullet points very quickly. Um, 
In the previous two weeks, we have had a lot of information thrown our way, uh, which we mentioned at the top of the show. Now we're finally get to it, getting to it some 50 minutes later. Oops, turns out we love the story. Um, so we've had a trailer for weapons and gear, mainly exotics that are coming with Lightfall. Um, we've had some stuff around weapon tuning, um, in terms of like the way different types of weapons are getting buffed and nerfed and whatever. Uh, we've had a whole deep dive into Strand. We've had a bunch of reworks coming to abilities. Um, then there's like this general lightfall in the year ahead, which is just like the big state Wait, of the game yeah, post. trailer. Yeah, big state of the game post right before a new expansion drops and changes a bunch of shit. Um, it is a ton of material that we are not going to go through all of. I think I've pulled out just like a few things. Um because goddamn there's too much um with regard to weapon tuning uh sleeper simulant is excluded from a linear fusion rifle 15 percent debuff um they made a point of calling out sleeper sim and queen's breaker but they really called out sleeper sim to be like the time is now for sleeper sim um, so that's fun because it's a the hell of a war game. sats are down. Sleeper sim We've rise it all into this stupid pol- uh, fusion rifle. Uh, fusion rifle linear linear fusion rifle. I can't remember. I think I dropped sleeper and then just haven't used it since. Oh. I think it's still down at thirteen fifty somewhere. <laughs> it's 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 a good gun. Um, machine guns across the board are getting boosted in a number of ways oh xeno baby yeah maybe i don't know xeno usually gets either included when it shouldn't or excluded when it shouldn't from stuff like this i'd have to i'd have to look again but i'm not going to um season of the gambit bully uh that's actually one piece of beef and i'm ignoring the pvp community for a second here all of this has not mentioned gambit once um, there's there was like a little mention for pvp in one of the later ones uh about like uh, there are new maps coming we are doing this and that with the matchmaking like fine it's complicated whatever no mention of gambit <sighs> anyway um there's a new kinetic damage type coming so I, c- I can only assume that that is strand related given that stasis is a kinetic damage type um they also said osmosis the perk where you throw a grenade and it makes your kinetic weapon take on that damage type that is going to work with strand so you will have strand damage type so that's where i'm thinking that that kinetic damage type is strand because how else does osmosis work green green bullets in my destiny um (laughs) the main keywords of strand are suspend unravel and sever uh various descriptions of that in the inside strand post but they're very good names i like them um i think sever with unravel was something like an unraveled enemy will take more damage of a certain type it, like they're, they're, they really tie them in very well um the only thing i thought to include from the like abilities tuning post was the fact that collision damage will no longer kill you um which is the bane of anyone trying to solo a dungeon, especially Spire of the Watcher, because you've got those giant slides, and if you don't hit the jump just right, you're going to hit a wall and just die. 
You mean the slide that I constantly troll on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can slow down! We should be throwing fucking stasis walls down that tunnel. Anyway, um, that's going to just bring us down to one HP, essentially, instead of just insta-killing us. So that's good for those of us trying to solo dungeons or even... I don't know if this will work this way, but idiots hitting you with a sword with eager edge, throwing you into a wall and killing you, I'm hoping it means that won't kill us. Because running any, like, heist this season on, like, blueberry mode has involved that for me. Of, like, some idiot just, like, yeet, I'm just going to swipe you into a wall, you're dead now. I wonder if they've done that because of the grappling system. Because they know Probably. fuckers are going to be colliding Probably. and throwing but each other it's around. A, it's a massive pain in the ass that, like... Me. <laughs> like, just, this should have been the way the whole time. <laughs> no, but, I find it also, so funny also, like, when I slide down those tubes and just... <laughs> The, 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 the long-running long trick to avoid fall damage is to look straight down. For some reason, that means you won't die on a jump that would otherwise kill you. They've now just applied that to everything, which is great. Anyway. I want to throw myself into walls. Yeah. I Just a giddy joy flying down yeah, those yeah, yeah. tunnels and just hitting the doors. Yeah. You've done Spire with me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah th I'm just scrolling through this fucking abilities post now there's tons of stuff there's like new subclass aspects and shit like go read it it's been an hour what do you want from me um, then we got some like little bits and pieces in the Lightfall post the next the first the season dropping with Lightfall the next season is called Season of Defiance the like banner image has Marasov's head in the background I wonder who's defying who Maybe Crow is defying Marasov. Maybe that's where he starts to come back into the story. Maybe it's Marasov defying everyone like she usually does. Who knows? Maybe Crow is about to turn coat and God, Mara, has to, Mara has to deal with losing her brother again. Yeah. He's hoping that's not the case because that, that feels kind of cheap. Um, Ma this Mara and Aldrin prior to Aldrin's factory reset. Um, <laughs> Just paperclip in the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah. Bingo, bango, new mango. Um, Wait, what? I went to say new man and rhymed it with <laughs> go and mango came out. So he's a new mango. I'm going to reset this man to crow OS 0.01. <laughs> factory reset. Um. They've they've always acted out of preservation though. Yeah. Not not self they've always tried to protect the awoken and the secrets that the awoken keep and throne yeah. throne realms and blah 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 blah. So I really wouldn't be surprised if Mara and the Techians read the cards on the table and went <laughs> fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm not getting involved. Yeah. I, Last I time we got involved in the light and the dark clashing, we got turned into a woken. So. Yeah. I, I also have a history of reading way too much into the season name um, or trying to read stuff into it and then being just fucking wrong as hell. Um, so I'm going to not do that this time. Uh, but what I will say is they've already said the season after that is going to be called Season of the Deep. Um mm -hmm. No idea what that means, only that the deep is usually referred to the darkness and kind of the way that it gets into people and voices from the deep and deep sight resonance, etc. 
I yeah. am worried. Worms. Yeah, worms. Worms for Yay, sure. More worms. Uh, <laughs> yes. And there's also been some messaging around how weapon crafting is going to change. Basically, it seems like they're simplifying some of the economy um, to just use standard shit like glimmer and legendary shards because they, they went into like kind of the data behind it of like, People generally have really spiky um, movements in their deep site, uh, like crafting elements, because you're not going to craft anything until you've earned the frames. And chances are by the time you earn the frame for something in a season, you've probably earned two or three. So you're going to go craft a bunch of shit. Um, and so it's going to go like up really sharply and down really sharply. And um, they figured it's just easier to use shit that players are using generally. Um which is kind of okay. Um, I think they said deep site. The like deep site. The the pet like the uh, the objective that shows up on a red border. Um, that's not going to drop on weapons that you cannot get the frames for anymore, which is great because it's really silly to be like earning deep site progress off a weapon that you cannot craft at all. Um. And I think they're getting rid of those objectives entirely. It's basically just like, hey, this has deep sight resonance. You can either remove it, like extract it to get it and to get the pattern progress, or you can just dismantle the weapon and get it that way. So it means if you want to keep the weapon, you don't have to just do this bullshit objective that doesn't matter, like just to get some elements out of it. So there's some, there's some stuff in there. Um, I don't know. A lot of this stuff is like, super detailed super in the weeds and i am just gonna wait till it comes out and see how the game feels because it's too there's too much changing with an annual expansion for me to go oh yeah i want to do this and that it's like I, the game is gonna try and fucking cycle us into these new systems right yeah and we've also at the time of recording we've also got the v doc tomorrow morning yeah it's gonna get to that fuck <laughs> So that's going to drop a lot more on us um, if it's anything like Beyond Light and Witch Queen will cry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, they'll hit us in the feels. So like to put this in chronological context, we are recording this for us on a Thursday evening. Um, the Lightfall V-Doc is dropping at like 2, two in the morning tonight. Uh, so we haven't seen it. So if anything we've said in the last like hour – is wrong um oops i guess uh we'll talk about the vdoc next time uh yeah i'm not gonna stay up until 2 a.m i'm just gonna watch it tomorrow when i get up maybe over breakfast with some coffee and some tissues because who knows what they're doing this time um it might it might be tissues it might be calling a therapist because of all the dread (laughs) who's to say who's to say um, but I've seen folks from Bungie tweeting links to the video, like the the YouTube like preview page of like basically saying we're not done yet. Basically saying you know setting that tone of like yeah, like we've said in the past that this is not the end of Destiny two with the with the final shape. Like kind of trying to keep people built up of yeah, we're heading towards an end, but the game will continue. Um, so I'm very excited. I wonder if this is me just speculating. 
I wonder if this is the first time we're going to hear them talk about what comes after the final shape. Because they've been talking like one or two expansions ahead for a couple of these now, saying like, after Lightfall, it's the final shape. And, you know, getting ahead of, right at the end of the VDOC, they're usually like, and one more thing. So I wonder if we start to get the first mentions of like, what comes next after all of this? Or if maybe they start to take the wraps off some of the non-Destiny stuff they're starting to spin up. Or if this is even... True. If this is even the right platform for that, I'm pretty sure this is like a Destiny VDoc, not a Bungie kind of announcement thing. So who knows what we're in for. Um, we're going to talk about it here next time regardless. Yeah, um, scream about it. I mean, those things usually run for like, what, 15 minutes? 15, 15 to 30? 30, depending on what it is. I, I think they're like... It was one or two of these ago because it was the 30th anniversary as well. They blew it out and just like filled it full of heart-wrenching nostalgia. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited to see what facial hair uh, Joe Blackburn is rocking this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring back Mustache Joe. <laughs> That's all I can say. He comes back, it gets a little, he's a little bit too into the Y2K revival and comes in with tips. What? Frosted tips. Oh my God. Yeah, like <laughs> the full, like black short sleeve button down shirt with the flames on the bottom. Yeah, the he just goes look. full, like fucking Papa Roach fanboy. Yes. Like, Oakley's. Cut my wife into pieces. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Space wife, d- traveler. Cut the traveler into pieces. It almost happened. I was just trying to think of um, something to do with this is my last resort, but destiny related. Or Nezarek, because he got cut into pieces. Uh huh. Nezarek's cut my Naz into pieces. No. I feel about any of this. Put that sentence back inside my face. No, nope. sorry. You said it. It's recorded. It's in the episode now. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not the worst thing I've said. <laughs> Nor will it be the worst in future. Um. Oh, okay. The thing we're going to end on. Last week, I am Banner. Was it last week? Yeah, yes. the week before. Yes. Last week, week before. The last I am Banner. Um, you and I both played a lot of it. I got very close to gilding Iron Lord. Um, I got to like 56% on the Iron Banner wins triumph before I was like, that's too much. I can't be bothered. Um, you made a different kind of progress. Do you want to, uh, do you want to tell the people well, at home? Um, under the, the veil of darkness, uh-huh. I started playing iron banner uh-huh. um because i was like i'm just gonna see if i can get iron lord never made an effort for like, iron lord in my life so i started with like one triumph out of the seven completed yeah and in the matter of a week i unlocked iron lord um was appearing offline while i was doing it so like a lot of people were just like you haven't been playing much destiny this week mech and i'm like yeah no 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 at all <laughs> um it wasn't until like a Friday night or a Saturday night yeah. where we sat down with beers and we were just like, I was just like, hey, Chili, I've almost got Iron Lord. 
fuck it. Let's let's get weird. Let's get drunk and fucking play high inventor for hours. Yeah. Um <laughs> while doing that, in typical uh crow fucking <laughs> crow brained, pigeon brained, rodent brained mechie fashion. Uh-huh. I realized one of one gun kept dropping for me and it set off the same little grabby raccoon hands in my brain that the title set off. Back in Dalian games. I'm not breaking any of these guns down. I'm going to see how many I get just trying to get Iron Lord. Um, And that gun was called the blowout. Uh huh. (laughs) Cause one, the name is funny Two, frustrating. For anyone involved who knows me, because it's a rocket launcher I'm never going to use. Uh-huh. Um, and three, I like to send pictures of my <laughs> poorly organized, overfilled rat shit vault into the server <laughs> just to upset you and other players. It doesn't bother me too much. I'm more just like almost morbidly curious about it. It's like, how far is she going to take this this time? The the other group that I play with now have referred to my vault as the rat nest. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, I have to get this from the vault. They're like, rat nest. Yeah. Um, it's, no, it's, it's more like... It's more like... I got, you know how like a, a in various fantasy settings, you'll have a dragon that hoards piles of like gold and treasure and crowns and shit... Yours, yeah, it's just me vault, with your blues vault is and like shitty that. guns. Your vault is like that, but it's just like legendary rocket launchers, and there's just a just a fucking ton of them. And like the <laughs> so, thing you want is under all of them. <laughs> or I accidentally break it down. Oh my god, the worst. <laughs> Mickey, do you have a bow? Yeah, I should. No wait, <laughs> I broke them all down in my last vault. <laughs> I broke it down because I thought it was a blowout. <laughs> Um, so in the week of Iron Banner that I played, I collected 53 blowouts. Do you still have them all? Yes. Fuck. My favorite, my favorite was when we were all playing and I just sent a screenshot of what was on my guardian and my guardian had a blowout in hand. And then the other nine (laughs) slots were all just blowouts. So I just sent a screenshot of that. To the server with, I love gun. <laughs> the people I was in game with were just like, what the fuck? Why? Oh, man. Oh, that's... that's really great when you're making new friends in Destiny and the first thing you do is just send cursed shit to hey, the if, group chat, which if no- I like gun. <laughs> if nothing else, they'll remember who you are. <laughs> and if you make a good first impression, you stick around, you make new friends. That's how it works, right? <laughs> I like gun. <laughs> it was like so. I have fifty three of them now. It's was, not as impressive as the hundred and two titles that I got during Guardian. Oh, games, there there was, and this is going back a while, like early D two. There was a point where the Edge Transit heavy grenade launcher would drop way too much to the point where someone made a video that you can probably find, which is just Destiny two colon Edge Transit, where they've like just meme edited loading into the game and doing stuff and like literally everything is edge transit um you are that personified like that energy uh, my challenge to you is the first day that you play lightfall whatever day that might be pick a gun that drops that day try to earn as much of it as you can 
and then we'll see, we'll see what happens when you try to actually focus this energy. Um, I'll just start a third character, just use them as a storage a facility. <laughs> just so I can make way for this gun oh and keep as many as possible, but then also be able to keep the guns I like. Yeah, whatever it takes. Look, you've only got two characters right now. Create a third. You can call them the mule. Yeah. Oh, my God. You log into that character. Each weapon slot is just nine of the same thing. Or ten, actually, because you got one equipped. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I sent to the group. I like gun. Uh, it's funny, too, because, like, I didn't... I barely played Iron Banner until this last week this season so i didn't realize the blowout was actually the name of a gun when you kept talking about blowouts i thought you were talking about like playing an iron banner match that got mercied and you was like yeah got another blowout got another blowout it's like oh you must be doing really well and like i guess you were but in a different sense I think I tilted someone I was playing with because I dropped an exotic and I got more excited about the two blowouts I dropped that match and not the exotic. That's that's so good. I was like, oh, an exotic. And he was like, what'd you drop? And I was like, oh, fell winter's light. Fell winter's or whatever it was. And he's like, oh, cool. What was the stats? And then I was just like, oh, two more blowouts. And he's like, you shouldn't be excited over that. Can you focus that if you go to the... Oh, I mean, Saladin's gone. But that would have been even better Saladin if you were also no. focusing down to get more blowouts. Um, <laughs> it's a crucible gun, technically. Oh, right. okay. So you could go to Shax so and potentially focus out some more? Continue to fuck around. you got two weeks to get as many blowouts as you can. And it's I Mayhem just, Week, so play a lot of Crucible, get a lot of engrams. I'm just going to send a screenshot to Destiny 2 the game and be like, something's wrong with my vault. <laughs> It's just all the things like they're going to see that and think, "Oh, you photoshopped this!" Like, how do you get them to realize? Video record it. Yeah, you got to make them realize that it's your legitimate vault, and not just like, "Huh, I copied and pasted some tiles in Photoshop or whatever." Just a video of me going into my vault and just like guys, someone's wrong. Just like pages on pages of blowouts. Yeah. Well, I filled an entire page in the vault. And I sent that to the group as well. I was like, (laughs) so so many rocket launchers you will never use. I fucking hate rocket launchers. Actually, that's a lie. I dropped Roar of the Bear, something bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's actually not a bad little rocket launcher. I like that one. Yeah. But it's not a blowout. So, (laughs) so fuck that gun. Bug that gun. (laughs) Break that gun down. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's great yeah. find your joy yeah um in other final news um i'm very close to getting the seal for spire of the watcher i still oh, haven't nice. got the bow uh i did it on master difficulty the other night um pretty manageable i dropped the bow the other night fuck off um i still haven't got the cowboy hat to drop and it is driving me mental uh but i think at this point i just need to like get the bow get the rest of the armor for the collection triumph then i need to do a run solo and also one where everybody's the same class and i wonder if solo would also proc that but probably not because i think it says full fire team um 
but I'm close enough and I haven't got one of those dungeon seals before so I might try and get a few runs together before the season ends to tick that off but I will have to figure out how to do it solo um, so I'm gonna have to figure out those slides and how not to die on them um, but yeah we did a uh, all void run uh, last night and just for fun as a titan I did half of it with Izanagi's burden in my kinetic slot because <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I was running like void machine gun I think a fusion rifle in the energy slot for void and then I was like I'm not running an exotic I need an exotic and I also need a bit of range and then I was looking through my vault and I'm like ah oh, it's a lot of like pulse rifles and auto rifles and some sidearms and I was like Izanagi's burden though and so it was very funny to jam four bullets into one as Izanagi's does and then miss a harpy and that was that was pretty fun um but it was good for the platforming section where you where like the first secret chest is and just like popping the harpies out of the way until they got close enough and i could just hit them with anything else um but that was fun like it was it was at the point where we were like we know what we're doing we're just kind of like getting it done at this point and i was like i'm gonna fuck around a little bit um but it was good it was a good time yeah spy is good it's yeah. Once, once you figure it out and you get a pattern down, it's like it's one of those dungeons yeah. that's not too stressful. Yeah. Legitimately, the hardest part on Master is that opening section where you're where you, where you load. Oh, in. the Cyclops! The Cyclopses are fucking brutal, and like yeah, they fucking they respawn on a day on a cycle. one day one vault energy. Yeah, like the Cyclopses, they respawn on a cycle. The Minotaurs are on like a fairly regular cadence as well, and supplicants everywhere. So you're just like trying to stay moving so that you don't get fucking murked in one hit from any of the above. Um, that took us probably longer than one of the encounters. Like one of the things that actually drops loot, the opening, like open the door was harder. So dumb. And then we we like cleared the first encounter. We're like, oh, this isn't actually that bad. Why was that so hard? <laughs> then you gotta survive the slide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm getting better at it. I wouldn't say it's consistent, but I'm starting to figure it out. Yeah, that slide's funny. The amount of times I'll do it with people and someone in our someone in our our server will always be like, now Mackie, you remember to bounce. I'm like, nah, fuck you, full send. <laughs> And you just see my corpse whip past them into the yeah, door. Yeah. There, there's bits about like Titan and Warlock kind of function similarly and how the jump and the hover function. Um, there's like a couple of spots as I'm sliding down it as a Titan where like I've started a hover or I've started an actual jump hitting the jump button at like kind of the same point. So I'm not sure where it thinks I'm falling versus sliding as in whether I'm in contact with the surface or not. But man, is it confusing to figure that out while you're sliding down this thing at like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it just whips you down this tube. Yeah. And there's like bits on the Woo! ceiling that if you jump up and hit with your head, you can kind of use to slow you down, but you have to start doing that really quick, like really early. Otherwise you're going too fast and that kills you. God. That's why I just I let I let fate take over and if it whips yeah. me into the door and kills me, um What I haven't tried, 
given that it might just be treating it all as falling, is staring at my feet and just going down, going down the slide. Because, you know, looking at your feet, as I said earlier, prevents fall damage from killing you. I wonder if that works. We can always test next time I, we do a run. Yeah, I might load into it solo and see if that see if that works. We're gonna we're gonna run it with some friends and they're just gonna have no context to look at your feet. Yeah. Well, I mean like feet. I've I've talked about the feet thing um with a few people, especially during the opening of uh Val, where you have to do that big drop. And people being like, Oh yeah, hit the jump at this point. I'm like, no no no, watch this. And then just like jumping down like this like <laughs> you're a titan just falling. <laughs> look at gunk. my shoes just like zoom. just let it just let it happen look at my impressive knees just you and your titan with the tims on <laughs> just here comes the tims just like straight legging the jump just like oh just landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then just looking up like my nose is bleeding but i'll be fine internal bleeding yeah the other one that's fun but the is, tim's the tim's still fresh yeah the other one like doing big drops like that is to use the like uh si- i think it's size ballistic slam like the mini thunder crash because it just sends so you, get you to down do the at superhero a landing speed, and you just smash into the ground and that's always fun you get to do the superhero landing exactly exactly uh yeah I think that's everything I've got for this that's week. That's pretty much everything. That's pretty other much than, it. Other than like the strange teasers, which I screamed about a little bit because I've been calling them little freaks. Oh, and that's the, been the upsetting everyone. Threadlings. Are like, they're called threadlings. They're like a hedgehog the or an armadillo, spiders. but I've just been talking about summoning some little freaks. Yeah. And that's right. been upsetting people on Twitter. Like, yes. man, I can't wait to summon some little freaks and get weird on I'll, Neptune. I also like... I feel like we have to mention in the weapons and gear trailer, there was an exotic machine gun called deterministic chaos. That was the machine gun, right? The like yeah. rhythmic one that is like every fourth shot does more damage or whatever. And like, it's kind of like doing shit on a beat and like, I'm, I'm curious to see how they pull that off. That sounds fun. Yeah. I'm down <laughs> me. Yeah. And they also have introduced, you played Titanfall too, right? Yeah, you know the smart smart pistol games. Yeah, yeah. So one of the exotic sidearms, if you hip fire it, is basically that. Like it's it's um, tracking rounds. Kind of like um osteo, how osteo has tracking. Well, osteo is more like if you're aiming a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, osteo is like if you're aiming vaguely at something, it will kind of home in and wave around. But this is like there's a top down shot in the weapons and gear trailer where like the shots go out and then go like this and just like diverge out to hit a bunch of enemies in front and i'm so fucking excited for that i'm so excited for all the thread stuff yeah the strand stuff sorry and edgy spider-man builds look out for hunters in your area i can't wait to be a little fucking weirdo on neptune yes me and my little freaks me and my cloud strider buddies going after tormentors finding Mm. out whatever the veil is in the nefele stronghold Callus and his little teeth. Oh my god, Callus! His little bunny teeth. He's walking around. He's not just like leaning back in a chair anymore. I saw someone photo. I saw someone Photoshop Nikocado Avocado's face onto Callus the other day. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I will show you. Okay. Anyway, let's get out of here before this gets into very niche reference territory. Skedaddle. Let's skedaddle.
Maybe play Let's... some Skidestiny. Skimackum. Or Heckum. Or Reckum. It's Meckum week. Yes. What a good week. Uh, anyway, um, like, subscribe, etc. Tell your friends. Leave a comment. Uh, we're only going to get more cursed in the next couple of weeks. We'll get a VDoc to talk about next time. And we'll be positively vibrating with pre-lightfall energy. Uh, I'm going to be... I've, I've booked leave. I'm going to be playing it day of. Um, yeah. That's going to be a weird old time sitting in some queues probably, but it's two weeks away from now. Yep. You reminded me. I need to confirm I still have that leave. <laughs> Uh-oh. Anyway, one more of these, assuming we don't miss it next week, one more of these before Lightfall, which, oh boy, that puts things... I'm nervous. Uh, anyway. So close. So exciting. Yes. Uh, we will see you next time. Fingers crossed it's next week and neither of us get like sick again or whatever. Um, I have lupus. <laughs> anyway. Bye. Me.